Today on episode 339 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, sometimes Microsoft Outlook doesn't do what it's supposed to do. Today we'll talk about a particular issue that comes up sometimes with Outlook and the two easy ways to fix it. Episode of The Computer Tutor Tips, Tricks, and Advice from a Computer Pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Hey there, welcome back to the Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and on this podcast, I like to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And all the cool things we do, we do it without any of that techie language, just regular English here. And I've been working on computers for 21 years now. Got started in this business back in 1999. Wow, doesn't that seem like another lifetime ago? Anyway, if you need help with your computer, I'm your guy. Give me a call, 727-254-9078, or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's tip can be seen at my website if you go to computertutorflorida.com forward slash 339. So let's get started. If you use Microsoft Outlook, I think you might find today's tip to be pretty handy. If you don't use Outlook, that's fine. You might have a Gmail account. Maybe you just go straight to the website at gmail.com to get your email. That's okay. It's what a lot of people do. So if you get your email by some method other than Microsoft Outlook, you can skip this episode. I'll see you next time. So you're still here. Either you use Outlook or you're doing something and you can't skip this podcast. Either way, I'm glad you're still here. One of the great features of Outlook is that you can use it to search. If you need to find an email from a year ago, or five years ago, from a particular person or from a company, you can use the search function of Outlook to tell it to go and find all of the emails from that person. And there are even some options you can choose. You can tell it to search just your inbox, because maybe you're one of those people who has 10,000 emails in your inbox and 8,000 of them have never been opened. I see that sometimes, actually, and it's not a good thing, but that's another podcast. So you can search your inbox or a particular folder, or you could tell Outlook to search for that person's name throughout the whole program, your contacts, your calendar, all of your email folders everywhere. And usually the search results come up pretty quickly. But sometimes the search function in Outlook just doesn't work. It might seem like it's searching, but you know it's not because you know you just got an email from this person last week and you never deleted it because you never delete that person's emails. But when you tell Outlook to search for that email, it comes up with nothing, even though you know it's there. When this happens, there are usually a couple of reasons for it. The first reason sometimes is because Outlook just got installed. If it's newly installed, it hasn't yet had time to index all of the data that's in your email account. It's especially likely if you just installed Outlook and you've imported several years worth of emails and contacts and calendar entries. All of that stuff has to be indexed by Outlook, which means it just has to go through all that data just to know that it's there. So in that case, the only thing you can really do is just wait. Eventually, Outlook will have everything indexed and the search function will work like it's supposed to. Then there's the second common situation. In this case, 
Outlook has already been installed on the computer, maybe for a long time. It could be you've even used the search function in the past and it was working okay then. But now you know it's missing some things, and that could be because the search index has gotten corrupted. The fix for that is you have to rebuild the Outlook search index. Now, hang on. I know what you're thinking. You're probably saying to yourself, Scott, give me a break. In the last podcast, you had me checking a computer hard drive for mechanical and electrical problems. And now you want to teach me how to rebuild Microsoft Outlook search index? I'm not a computer guru, Scott. And that's fine. I understand. And believe me, you don't have to get worried about this. It's one of those things that might sound a little complicated, but it's really not. you got to trust me on this one. You can see all the screenshots and step-by-step instructions for this over at my website at computertutorflorida.com slash 339. So I'll tell you here what the steps are, but if you want to follow along with screenshots, you can just go to my site and see the instructions. First, of course, you need to open Microsoft Outlook. Then click File up in the top left and choose Options. In the Options window that opens up, look on the left side and click on Search. And then in the Search section, click on Indexing Options. Then on the next page, click on Advanced, because, you know, as a listener to this podcast, you are an advanced level user, right? Then in the next window, just click the button that says Rebuild. See, that wasn't so hard, was it? Of course, now the waiting begins because rebuilding the Outlook search index can take quite a while, like even several hours, especially if you have a lot of emails that have accumulated over the years. But that's fine because even though you have to wait a while for it to finish, it doesn't really affect your work because it can be doing that in the background and you can keep using Outlook like you always do, even while that's happening. You might even consider having it run overnight because it can take so long. But don't worry, it'll finish eventually and you'll be able to find all your emails again. And on my other podcast right now, you can hear a great story from Jamie. Back when Jamie was a teenager, she went out one night for a quick trip to the grocery store. A strange man followed her back home. And not long after that, she found that he had snuck into her bedroom. If you like creepy stories, this is a good one. You can hear Jamie tell me all about what happened that night on my other podcast called What Was That Like? And it's available on any podcast app, and that includes Spotify and Pandora, or at the website at whatwasthatlike.com slash 42. And like I always say, if you want to support this podcast without spending any more money than you already spend, it's easy. Just shop at Amazon using my affiliate link. That's computertutorflorida.com slash shop. That takes you right to Amazon, and you can buy whatever you need, and I get a small percentage of each purchase, and I appreciate that. And if you want to get in touch with me, please get in touch with me. I always love to hear from you. You can email me at pctutor at gmail.com, or you can call my podcast voicemail line 727-386-9468, And you can leave a recorded message there anytime, day or night. That's going to do it for this episode, but I'll be right back here in two weeks with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. 
And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless. There's a contortionist from the Philippines. She's known as the Manila Folder.